This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. To Ron Davenport, who joins us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. To Ron, thank you for joining us, and it's good to talk to you again. Yeah, it's good to talk to you guys. Good morning. appreciate you having me on. You helped us negotiate Arthur Smith. You were covering the team when Arthur Smith <laughs> uh, came to Atlanta from Tennessee, and now uh, he is no longer here, and now Mike Vrabel is no longer in Tennessee. Uh, backing it up to Arthur Smith, what did you think would be happening in Atlanta when he got here, and why do you think from afar things didn't work out? Yeah, I thought there would be some success there. I knew just the impact that Cozart had on different players, you know, especially John o. Smith, who he eventually brought over there to Atlanta. And he was just – he's a leader. And uh, I thought he was pretty innovative as far as – finding ways to get guys in position to make plays. So I thought there would be some success there. But unfortunately, I think it really came down to the quarterback position. And when that was not able to be cultivated into a productive, solid, consistent player, you have that situation that arose. And that's one where you're losing more than you're winning. And owners don't like that, right? So it's not good for the brand. And unfortunately, Coach Art is out of there. But I think he'll – He'll end up on his feet somewhere, whether it's an OC or head coach somewhere. I think he's a really good coach, and he just uh, was stuck in a bad situation. Some of it's self-imposed, right, by going with Desmond mm -hmm. Ritter. You could say the same thing up in Tennessee with Mike Vrabel. Uh, quarterback situation kind of unraveled as Ryan Tannehill dealt with injuries. They tried to go young route, um, obviously drafting one of Malik Willis and going to Will Levis. Is that the main reason Coach Vrabel's out, and how long do you think he's unemployed for? No, not at all. I don't think it really had anything to do with it, frankly. It was all about the offensive line. There were various issues there. Andre Dillard was a guy that they signed. He's a first-round talent, right, 19th overall pick in, what, 2017, 20, uh, I believe, or 2018. So I, I get it, right? You take a shot, you roll the dice on, on that talent, but it just didn't work out. So you have that, and then you look at the right tackle position. Nicholas Petit-Ferrer was the starter. He got popped for, for gambling, not on football, but just gambling on sports in general in the building. That's a six-game suspension, so you have that. And then the issues along the offensive line, like the center position was less than solid, you know, with Aaron Brewer. And then um, it, it just didn't go right on the offensive line. And they, Mike Vrabel even said it himself. He said, we don't want to get ourselves in a drop-back passing game, whereas now what he's talking about is like the, the five- and seven-step drops because they literally didn't have the time to do it. So you had that on offense, lack of playmakers, and then you flip it to the other side of the ball, and it was really an issue with just giving up a lot of explosive plays, whether it's a miscommunication or just outright getting beat in the secondary. You had that. They couldn't stop the run as consistently also. So you just compound all of that. And then the fact that they led the league with, I believe it was 86 rostered players uh, this this mm -hmm. year. So the injuries are accrued too. ESPN NFL Nation reporter who covers the Titans, Teron Davenport, joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93.7 FM. Teron, uh, Rand Carthon just finished his first season as general manager of the Titans. Uh, and now he's going to be searching for a new head coach. Do you have a feel what direction he's going to go as far as what he's looking for, offense, defense? 
uh, just a guy like a CEO? What type of guy do you think he's looking for? Yeah, I think it's it's a mixture of all those. But I, I believe that they're going to lean heavily on the offensive side of things. And it's the right way to go because you look at longevity, right? You bring in a guy like a, a Brian Callahan or, or, or Bobby Slowick or Ben Johnson. Okay, you have that offensive guy in place. You don't have to worry about the O.C., coming in and, and moving on and, and total change going for your young quarterback, who, by the way, will be entering his fourth different, different offense in four years. So mm. that's never good. So you have that. But the CEO part of it, I think, is something that you, you, you have to look at because a guy like Mike Vrabel, who was such an authoritarian, uh, such a – he was the, the man in, in that in that building, right? So you, you can't replace that with – someone who who's timid or someone who doesn't have that moxie that or that alpha part of it you know that's where you look at a guy like Antonio Pierce you could understand why they interviewed him but then it, it just really is going to come down to who they feel is the right match they haven't revealed what the true vision is of the team but I really think it's going to be an offensive uh, coach and for me if, if I had my pick I honestly would, would bring in Brian Callahan I think he's the the best option and you look at what he did in Cincinnati, uh, I definitely – and the other quarterbacks he's worked with, I, I definitely think he's the best. Teron, Falcon fans are in a space now. Uh, they have been patient. They waited. Hope that Arthur Smith could turn around, and it didn't work. Now we've fired a coach after three years, Mike Vrabel or Bill Belichick. They're standing right there on a the corner, mm-hmm. both of them out in the street. Which one do you think would be the better fit immediately and long-term for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I think Mike Vrabel would be the better fit. I think that organization is in need of a jolt, and that's something that Mike Vrabel brings. I remember when I first got here to Nashville, and I came the same year Coach Vrabel did just three months later, and I remember talking to people in the building, and they were just – there was a different energy in there, and that was because of Mike Vrabel. And if you notice in Amy Adams Strunk in her parting statement in regards to Mike Vrabel, she talked about the enthusiasm and energy that he brought to the building every time he reported. And I could definitely personally uh, account for that. I've had conversations one-on-ones with Mike Vrabel, and you could feel the love for football. You could feel the energy and the excitement just in talking to him. So that's 100% the case, and I think that's what that – building needs and then you just have to figure things out offensively his style what he wants it fits the what that organization has you know B. John robinson and um tyler algier man algier is a a, a tough hard-nosed back mm-hmm. so you look at that you run the football low turnovers you, you you play action you take deep shots i think it fits the personnel and obviously defensively we, we know that you know that's an area where Mike Vrabel focuses and, and, and just finding the, the wins in the margins. I think he would be an ideal fit in the long term. Like he's not y- uh, younger. You, you know what I mean? That's the one thing that I would take for him over Belichick. I don't know that coach Belichick and I don't know him. I haven't interacted with him consistently, so I can't say for sure, but I don't know that he would have that same energy and, and excitement and, and jolt in the building that Mike Vrabel would. We're talking to Titans ESPN NFL Nation reporter Teron Davenport here inside the locker room on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Teron, I want to get your take on covering a guy like Vrabel because he comes off very rough at times, coarse, um, matter of fact, um, all about football. Talk about that personality. What if, if in fact he does come to a place like Atlanta? What the media members here are going to have to deal with? 
Listen, Mike Vrabel is an awesome dude. Uh, that's the best way I could put it. He's a dude, right? And obviously, from afar, because of you know, he's big and and you know it, just his persona, you don't think he's a jerk. And you know what? He is a jerk, but he's a cool jerk. And <laughs> I, I can say this: uh, I, I know, like you know, in my time here, there's been different things that arose personally. And you know, a text message from him came: "Hey, man, just think about you. How you doing?" You know, mm-hmm. not many head coaches do that. In fact, I've covered four head coaches, and he's the first one to do that. So that right there says something. And then you just look at case in point when A.J. Brown a few years ago, right, he was contemplating taking his life. And Mike Vrabel really connected with A.J. Brown. And I remember after A.J. came out and and shared that a year later, Mike Vrabel stood at the podium and he talked about, asking someone how they're doing and not bull jiving that, that question, right? You ask it and you really mean it and you stand there and you listen to what they're saying and, and, and then take it and then respond. Like that's not something that people would think Mike Rabel, the, the guy that we see on ESPN and everything, it, you know, the macho dude that we see, you wouldn't know that, but under the surface, he's he's an awesome dude, man. He's he's yeah. If he gets out there to to Atlanta, uh, once you know that initial uh, shell is cracked and mm-hmm. you know the ice is broken, it, yeah, they will have a, you guys will have an awesome dude to cover out there. Mike Vrabel, to me, you know, I consider him a friend. I consider him someone that I'll always root for. Wrapping up with ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Titans, Teron Davenport here in the locker room on the fan 680-93.7 FM. We had an eye-opening revelation at the presser Monday with Arthur Blank and with CEO and President Rich McKay. And it was finally revealed that uh, Arthur Smith never reported to general manager Terry Fontenot that both mm. men report <laughs> to the CEO, uh, which is Rich McKay. Uh, your thoughts on hearing that, and then is, in that your opinion in your time in the NFL, a style that a lot of people use, or is that somewhat unique to the NFL running of a franchise? You know, it, it's it's not necessarily unique. I, I think as long as there's communication back and forth, the ultimate model is San Francisco, and you have Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and, Apparently Shanahan has the final say, but there's so much communication between the two of them, right? And and that's what they strive to to get here in, in Nashville, right? With, with Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon, who, by the way, there aren't issues between the two, right? There was daily communication, whether it's Rand in, in Vrabel's office or Vrabel and Rand. So those are a couple of examples. I don't think it's it's super rare, but there aren't a lot of cases where it, it's it's proven to work. And I think there's just something about a chain of command, a proper hierarchy. And I think the head coach and the GM, they need to be in lockstep, but head coach should be reporting to the GM. Both have access to ownership, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, to answer your question, uh, not rare, but it's, it's not overly successful from what I've seen. Great stuff. We always look forward to having you on. We appreciate your time and your insight, and we look forward to having you on down the road, Teron. I appreciate it. And listen, I know it's Atlanta territory, but I'll say let's go Mets anyway. Oh, Damn. boy. See, oh, he almost had the A-list report. He almost had A-work. And then he does that. 
all the way out. ESPN what NFL Nation reporter, Teron Davenport, joining us here in the <laughs> locker room. Holy on the cow. Fan. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 